Rabbi Joel Finkelstein, Memphis, Tennessee, Anshay Svard, Bethel Emeth. The Gemara and Baba Batra, in the Perak, the chapter known as Hamocher Tasvina, tells a fascinating story told by Rabbi Barbar Chana. So he, the rabbi said, Once we were going in a ship, we saw a certain fish, the Yatvale Khaltagabe, the sand settled on its back, the Kadach Agma Ilave, and a meadow sprouted on it. We thought it was an island it was a dry island, and we went up and dwelled there, and we baked and cooked on it. We came back Hot from the heat of the fire, it turned over. And if not for the fact that the ship was nearby, we would have drowned. Rabba thought he had found a little island paradise. In fact, it was only a temporary haven, which eventually would give way. He thought he was in paradise, and it turns out that he was in a false paradise. When we sit in the sukkah on Sukkot, we need to ask ourselves, where are we? Is it an image of galut or geulah, exile or redemption? What does the sukkah represent, galut or geulah? If we look at the sources, we find contradictory assertions. On the one hand, in the Pesikta de Rav Kahana, a Midrashic source, we find that the sukkah is a reaction to the possibility that Shema Yatsa Dinam Shal Yisrael Legalut. Maybe the Jewish people have been condemned to exile after Yom Kippur. Perhaps we are to be punished with the punishment of exile. So the Pesikta says that this is why we go into the Sukkah, so that in case we were punished with exile, the Sukkah would serve as a substitute for our punishment, and we would be spared the actual exile. According to this interpretation, the sukkah is a form of exile. A person usually lives in the comfort of their own home, but on Sukkot, we are asked to wander into exile, out of our familiar environs. However, there is a second strand in the concept of what a sukkah is all about. For instance, the Svat Emet, the second Geru Rebbe, asks why Sukkot is so joyous. He answers that on Sukkot, we are in Gan Eden, the Garden of Eden, he also asserts that the sukkah has a ha'ara, an aura, from the holy temple, the Beit HaMikdash. Elsewhere, the Svatamet speaks of Sukkot as a time when we are allowed to come into the king's inner chambers. According to the Svatamet, Sukkot is a matter of being in paradise, in the holy of holies. How can this one symbol, the sukkah, be both a symbol of exile and redemption? of wandering, and of paradise. To understand this, we need to remember the nature of the sukkah as a precarious structure, a dirat arai, representatives of the divine presence within that precariousness. If we put together the two images of the sukkah, that of exile and that of paradise, we emerge with the following statement which the sukkah makes. The sukkah is God's inner chamber. It is Gan Eden, it is paradise, but our presence in paradise is very precarious. It could turn out to be the mere back of a fish. We may have achieved great spiritual heights on Yom Kippur. 
we may have reached a spiritual paradise. But the Sukkah also warns not to get too comfortable. We may just be on the back of a fish. It may not be the permanent paradise we sought. This depends on us. The Shem Mishmul points out that the Sukkah is a different experience for different people. It depends what you have invested into Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and in Sukkot itself. Let us hope that this year we will merit to sit in the Sukkah of Paradise, not a Sukkah of Exile. And let us hope that next year we will sit not only in the Sukkah of Dirat Arai, of a temporary nature, but that we will sit in the ultimate Sukkah, the Sukkah of Oroshel Livyatan, the Sukkah of Leviathan, which represents the ultimate victory over evil, which represents the permanent defeat of exile and the ushering in of an era of paradise. Chag Kasher V'Sameach.